Hello everyone and welcome to another GameRack to Quick Look. There are many ways in which a company, either Sony themselves or other third-party manufacturers, can make a pro-level PlayStation controller. Many have tried, from Astro to Sony themselves with the DualSense Edge not too long ago. But I would guess that either what you picture in your mind or what we've gotten previously doesn't come as close as the Nacon Revolution 5 Pro, which I have in front of me right here, because this is the most involved pro-level controller that I think I've ever seen, and it's very easy to show you why. Now, you, first of all, you get this travel case. It's nice to have a case. You get that with the DualSense Edge as well, but this is pretty involved, and there's room in here for a lot of different things, as you'll see, but starting with a good, strong, hard shell carrying case is definitely a good idea alongside a smooth zipper. So, um, let's, oh, oh, I actually had it open. <laughs> Uh, here we go. And now, let me start by saying that I don't like the way this looks. And I think it kind of betrays Nacon's intention here because this looks much cheaper than it is. Uh, I don't know if it's the over oversized uh, face buttons or if it's this chintzy D-pad or the flaring on the analog sticks, or maybe it's the like the painting on the white. But this to me seems like, make it seem like it's a budget-friendly controller rather than something, you know, along the lines of the quality that we would expect out of the regular DualSense. And this is much more involved than that. So I think really Nacon is doing themselves dirty here, but that's about the only negative thing that I can say. So first and foremost, a lot of these things are removable maybe with a little bit of a jolt, but still, it is plastic, so it's not gonna be as snappy as doing some some of the stuff with a, uh, a let's say, a magnet or something along the lines of that, but it is really cool that Nacon lets you remove and adjust and do everything that you need to do in order to adapt your gaming performance or your gaming preference to whatever's going on. First and foremost, you do get all the main features of the regular DualSense. So you get PlayStation button, mute button, the touchpad up here, um, the uh, share and settings buttons and the face buttons, all of that stuff. You also get your lovely, uh, uh, almost satin finished. I don't think it is metal, but it's made to look like it and it feels great. Uh, L2 and uh, L2 R2 and L1 R1 alongside the settings here with this little slider here. You can choose either to have it wireless or wired, which is great. Um, and then there's a lot of extra stuff too. So let's start with the stuff that you'd expect. So these two sliders here will uh, um, basically adjust how much uh, travel you want these triggers to have. So if you click it in, it just becomes a button. If you click it out, then there's more travel. I think that is really cool. Then there are some extra stuff back here. So you have two sets of, uh, of programmable buttons right here. So that these two right here, and there are these two down here, uh, which is cool. Then you have um, Bluetooth pairing mode right here, alongside volume up and down, an A to C switcher, a profile switcher, and a platform switcher. So that's between PS5, PS4, and PC, which are the supported formats. Now, that is all cool. And beyond that, there are some extra stuff, such as these sticks being Hall Effect joysticks, which basically means that they will never drift and they won't fail, like we see on, for instance, Joy-Cons. Um, but beyond that, well, there's some extra stuff around here. So let's take a look. First and foremost, what happens if I pull down here slightly? Well, you can open this back of the controller here. And what that means is that you get access to this little cubby hole here, which means that you can put in weights. That means that you can weigh in the controller in whatever way you see fit. And to help you do that, well, you get this box here, which seems like it's going to come with a tool set, but all of that 
is available inside this little plastic box here, where you get all of this stuff. Isn't that cool? These are individual grammed weights, so there is a 16 gram all the way down to 10 grams. And you can slot those in in the bottom of the like the stalks of the stick, meaning you can weigh it individually in each side or together if you want a more, more weighty experience. There's also a replacement D-pad, which is different in the sense that it's not it's it, it's way more directional in the sense that there's four set ways in which you can click it. There are replacement either taller or shorter um, analog sticks, which is great. Um, alongside this little thing right here, which I think is really cool, which you can slot up into the analog stick, really, or the the uh, the jack port on the the, uh, the controller, all of which is really cool. You also get this dongle right here, which is USB type A. That is something that I'm, I would love to have seen USB-C, particularly when the PS5 really supports USB type C. Um, but beyond that, we also get this really lovely, thick, long, um, braided cable, which is great. That is USB-C to USB type A. Again, you would use the C port here. So I don't know what these guys have with USB type A, but you know, it just makes it seem like it's less up to date somehow. But all of this can be yours for, well, less than I think a DualSense Edge. I'm gonna have to check up on that, but we'll fully review this very soon. But overall, seems really cool to me. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.